Hi there, homeschool mom. This is a conversation with Jenny and I that we had about how we started our homeschool days, the best way for us to infuse the Holy Spirit uh, into our minds and our brains because we cannot do anything, especially homeschool our kids, unless we ask the Holy Spirit to come and like invade our mouths, right? In our minds and our souls. So we're talking really about morning devotionals and we'll give you specific ways uh, that we ran our devotional, did a few different things in the morning to get started with Jesus and this whole concept of visiting the right well. I love it. Also, you are going to hear some very annoying clicking sounds that I want to apologize. I could not take it out. It is me playing with this fidget that I have. So I apologize for that in advance. The clicking will go away, I promise. We realized into the conversation that the clicking from the fidget could be heard in the recording. So you'll hear Jenny call me out and I'll explain why I use the fidget. But I didn't, I just wanted to leave that in because I think it's a good, it's a good description of how some of your kids might need a fidget and how to use them quietly without distracting other people. Uh, Jenny and I could do a whole podcast about when we were teachers and um, the spinning fidgets, those were like invented when we were teachers, okay? And oh my gosh, what a thing to learn about those and how <laughs> to use them without distracting the other students in the class who don't need them, right? So anyway, just a great little side note about using fidgets in your homeschool um, and if you happen to be recording a podcast in the future, you're going to want to find a quiet fidget. All right. And the next thing is that if you want to hear the raw and extended version of this conversation, uh, we go on to talk about our kids and our parents and prayer and some very personal details that we just don't feel comfortable putting out there to all of our 10 listeners or <laughs> whoever. Okay. Our family does not want to be published on our podcast, the details of their lives they don't want out there. So we have decided that we are going to house these in our community and put it in like a private podcast form for all the moms in our community to listen to at any time. So they will be housed there. We invite you to come and join us there. Not only do we have, obviously, this private podcast now that will be there, we have recorded workshops. We meet every week with our mamas as a group. And then every month we meet one-on-one -on -one and uh, moms bring their specific struggles and we give them strategies. Uh, we speak truth into their life about what they're doing. Sometimes it hurts, but you know what? You need some objective opinion over here, okay? An experienced, trusted opinion. So that is such a benefit. We love that. That's our passion is just being able to really guide homeschool moms the way God is telling us to use our experience in that way. We've had some really amazing solution finding meetings with moms. If we don't know the answers to, I mean, obviously we don't know everything, right? But if we don't know the answers, we know where to find them. And that's where we follow up is in the membership. We have uh, direct messaging there. We have message boards and there's prayer. That's one of the things that we're committed to. I don't know how many people are praying over you and your homeschool and your kids in Jesus's name, but 
guaranteed you're going to get that when you come and gather with us around the well. So that is thehomeschoolwell.com and you can find the link in the show notes to find out more and to join our community there. And lastly, if you want a little taste of the community, join our Facebook group. It's called Encouragement for Homeschool Moms and every month we will be doing a live workshop and these are workshops that are housed in our memberships or like mama teacher trainings. So you can get a taste for that in our Facebook group, Encouragement for Homeschool Moms. And now on with the show. Hey, I'm Jenny Barr. And I'm Kim Godfrey. We're friends, former teachers, and homeschool moms ourselves who host the Homeschool Well podcast. We talk about topics that are important to homeschool moms so that you can be your child's best teacher. Hello, homeschool mamas. Hi. So we're just going to get started here with this thought about going to the wrong well. Do not visit the wrong well. You know, our name, the homeschool well, is based on the woman at the well um, in the Bible. And Jesus um, goes there. And then she realizes that he is, right, the living water, the well. I thought it was interesting. I was telling Jenny that I was looking at that story this morning and looking at the notes in my Bible, and I had really big, don't visit the wrong well. And then if you've ever watched The Chosen, Jenny, have you seen this, that scene yet? Yes. yes. It you almost know? makes me cry. Yes. So much. And the part where they've had their conversation and she's, going back to town, screaming, yelling, come and see the man who knows everything about me. And she can't wait to visit with him again, right? In the notes in my Bible, it was like, she was totally ostracized and alone. That's why she was at the well at that time. And her whole mindset shifted and she ran back to find people to tell them about Jesus. So making the connection here with don't visit the wrong well, visit the right well of Jesus. He's the living water, right? He's the life giver with you as a homeschool mom. And I know Jenny felt this way in the thick of it, in the day when it gets so hard, you know, who are you going to for that refreshment? You know, go to the well where Jesus is and listen to his words, sing his songs. That's why we have that Spotify playlist, right? With all those worship songs. And we keep adding to them because Yes. Because they're songs that we need, yes. right? So, Jenny, let's talk about that for a minute because you added a song mm-hmm. this week on the email. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'd never heard that song. I'm like, oh my gosh, we've never talked about this song before. No, I've never heard it either. And I heard someone this morning talk about Psalm 1 again. I didn't know this song. It's new. I was on Apple Music and I was just listening to new Christian songs just while I was walking. And that's when I heard it. And I was like, ooh never heard this song. I love it. Um, So that's why she shared it because it impacted her. It was like a visit to the well where, you know, Jesus's people, this this artist who sang the song inspired and encouraged her because, you know, if you're not listening to his life words intentionally, I was just also talking about how In regards to something in my personal life, I have the devil whispering in my ear over here and I have to intentionally sweep him away. It's intentional. Yes. Yes. And I have to say, Jesus, I'm going to worship you and your plan because this plan makes so much sense to me, but it's ridiculous and it's destructive and dysfunctional and it wants to do all the words 
right? That the enemy wants to do. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy a beautiful life that Jesus has over here. And so we have to intentionally block this out in our homeschool day because your homeschool is a beautiful thing, whether it lasts a month or 12 years, the entirety of your kids' you know, education. You just have to be intentional about visiting the right well and listening for uh, Jesus's refreshing words. The name of the song is called Like a Tree, and it's from Psalm 1. And um, I was in a bad mood when I was listening to music, and I have to make myself. I know. I always know. As soon as I turn it on, I'm going to feel so much more peace or so much less anxiety or it will just get me out of a funk and that's what that that's what I wrote that day was um here's how you can get out of a grumpy funk because when you're mad at your kids and your husband and the dishes and the laundry and everything else and some mornings I wake up and I'm in a grumpy funk and I'm like, what is happening so I will go for a walk and that's when I turned that on I was like wow I really love this song um and I had never heard it before. And anything that has to do with nature, I love. And so it was about um, mm-hmm. Psalm 1, like a tree and putting your roots by the water, you know, by. <gasps> by the water and the living you know. water, right? But this morning I was listening to a podcast and he was talking about Psalm 1. I was like, oh my gosh, that's twice in the last week that that has come up. And that has ever been on my radar before. Um, and you know what praise the lord that's how god works right when he's trying to make a point to you right it will show up you know in many ways yes different settings psalm 1 says blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the lord and who meditates on his law day and night that person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prosper. I love it. And I can see so much artwork being formed from the words of this Psalm in so many homeschool families like that. What a great way to abide in that. And I swear we didn't plan this, but if you look right here, this is a little piece of art that my daughter made for me. It has Proverbs 31 on it. I know you can't read it, but. That's her children. Yeah, her children will arise and call her blessed also. And she made that for me on Mother's Day or something. I don't know. And I have that up there, you know, forever. But what a great way to abide, to to stay in a memory verse or a scripture is make some art that's personal, that's yours. Your kid makes it, right? right? And then you hang it up and, and it just brings that connection there. I love it so much. Yeah. And that was also a call to say it's okay to have your kids write in their Bibles, get a journal Bible, um, or just, you know, let them go at it. And um, I cannot say enough about study Bibles. Don't you think, Jenny? Yes. Study Bibles. They're so powerful to be able to see um, all the connections made. You can cross-reference things, and they have notes down there and the study mm-hmm. part of it. So those are, those are our power words about uh the woman at the well this morning and visiting the right well while we're talking about it do you have any um i know we've talked about this a long time in the past but what what did you do with your kids i know we would try to start our day with devotions and this is something i've been thinking about because we're doing that um 
webinar coming up on like how your day goes. Like, what does a day look like? What, what is helpful for how to know how to run a day? And um, so this is something I was thinking of. And then I saw someone else ask about it and like asking about what kinds of, um, is that, what is that noise? Is that, oh, I'm sorry. It's probably not your clicking fidget? That oh, Okay. <laughs> there was like a clicking static noise. Okay. Oh. Let's take a break about this. <laughs> if I don't have this clicker, I'll peel my nails off and make oh, don't do peel that. my skin off and make them bleed. And so let your kids have a little clicky. But <laughs> if it's loud, I can use the quiet side. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I thought there was like static. I'm like, oh, no, I can't. It's not working. <laughs> this side is quiet. This side is quiet. Hayden has one of those too. Yeah. Yes, he loves them. Um, but anyway, like what devotions to do in the morning, we would do ours. We would do, we did keys for kids for a long time because it was like a little thing I could do online and it would read it to us. And we were all eating breakfast at the time. So no oh, one could that's say clever. anything. So we would get oh. breakfast and devotion all done at one time. And the boys would be like, <laughs> you're so smart. No one, I love that I always concept. have food to like shove. Yeah. Your mouth well, they're quiet. No, you're not shoving anything. You're opening their ears because they're busy eating. And they're probably never going to concentrate any more than, you know, when they're nourishing and then they have the side listen going up. I use that when I train teachers too, because they were so oh. chatty. Oh, I would always, I, here are big bagels. Here, eat a bagel. And they're like, and then they couldn't say sarcastic comments or, you know, talk to each other or whatever. I would always bring food. Milk dog. Oh, it'll just, oh, you know, okay. milk dog. Jolly Ranchers. They, you are great. Yeah, and they stay in there. You cannot talk. That is so funny. But you can still hear because it's not I like super crunchy. Hear. Right. Anyway, just a little trick. But that's um, a great strategy. I always had, okay, sorry about my head, but I keep this here because I'm going to use this in my class okay. that I'm doing in the fall, all my classes at the co-op. This is our memory verse um, box. And so we always had a memory verse. We always had some kind of devotional you know, I thought of the one that you actually bought for Wyatt. Hayden bought it for Wyatt. It's a graphic Bible and then the action Bible devotional. That was pretty cool. So most of our devotionals were books. We had a memory verse that usually was related to something that was in the devotional or the topic of like the Bible study. And that's how we started. Really, it was mostly me reading or them doing, as they got older, you know, them doing their separate devotionals. And I, I really, I still do the same thing. I, was, I taught my mom this when I was staying with her recently as she's been sick. I still have the same like pattern. So I do a memory verse first, and then I read a section of the Bible, or if I'm doing a devotional right now, I'm just reading all through the red word through the gospels. Um, and then I do my prayer journal. I always added that in. I like to do that with my classes too, like praying in a journal. Um, I learned this from someone. I didn't make it up. Um, it's even if they can't write words, I will just ha tell them, you know, you just need to be quiet and listen for the Holy Spirit. And you can draw pictures or draw shapes or whatever you want to. And if no ideas come to you from the Holy Spirit about who to pray for, then you can always pray for me <laughs> or pray for you or pray for your mom. We weren't that. Um, I never had. That now, no way. Let me just what? back this up for a minute. Right. Jenny, you know how out and about that we were. So yeah. we did not, this was not every day of the week for us. This was yeah. like when we were home to do our schedule, 
Right. And as long as we had time for it, if we were pressed yeah. at time, then I was super flexible with it. But for the most part, our routine was to start the day with some kind of pattern of like that of devotion or one piece of it. If we were in the car on the way somewhere, then, and I think I was simple as like open the Bible app and have it, have it read to you. Right. Kind of We've done that too. Yeah. We had periods of different things. Like for a while we did keys for kids and that's online and they tell a story and they have, um, and then how do they apply it to the Bible? I did that when my kids were really little. And so we would just listen to a story. It's like five minutes really quick. And they also, I think they have books too, but we did that for a little bit. And then <clears throat> other times, like one time we read through Proverbs and would, we would read a chapter and we, so, and then they would have a journal and I would say, either we would write in the journal, like draw a picture of what stuck out to you. So I should have said, listen for the Holy Spirit. What is he telling you? But we would have a discussion huh. about Same thing. the Bible. Yeah. Like God yeah. is speaking to you. And if something stands out to your, in your mind, that's something to notice. And so we would read like a chapter of Proverbs and then I would say what stuck out to you and we would all share um, or, or write something down or draw something in a spiral. We had different things. Sometimes we would use a devotional. One time we used um, actual curriculum, like a poly. Yeah, they've done that too. Yeah. I forget what it was called, who, who is God or something like that. We've used that Simply Charlotte Mason stuff and, you mm -hmm. know, stuff I bought at the used book sale. I mixed it up a lot. Right. We did another, too. Yeah. Another thing was this, the Child Evangelism, the CEF it's called, Child Evangelism Fellowship. And they had those, remember we used them at church with the children's ministry. They had these magazines, these little newsletters that they would send out oh, yeah. and each kid would get their own newsletter it was just like a little fold out two pages they would ask questions real basic they had different levels for early childhood and intermediate and older kids right. and they would have longer written answer spaces as they got older but the neat part about it was the kid would complete it and then we would send it back to the cef and they would like put all these reactions comments and stickers and comments yeah. so they had volunteers that would like not so grade crazy. the papers, but just give their feedback. When you got done with the series, they would then send you a certificate that was like, you finished the CEF or whatever series. Yeah, it was so cool. That was a really neat way to get feedback. And you could tell that these people, like they wrote in really neat cursive. So that was another challenge is, is oh. trying to read, get your kids to read <laughs> cursive. I mean, a lot of kids don't know how to read cursive. Right. And uh, so that was good practice for them. Um, and just seeing like the stickers that they put on there and their reactions to things. That was really super neat. And I hope they still do it. The CEF. We'll have to put a link cool. down there. Yeah. I remember that to have that feedback. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So that was something that's come up and I've been thinking about recently was what kinds of things that I did with my kids when they were little in the mornings and how we did it. And it wasn't long and it's never perfect. No. I mean, it's it never... was long when we went down the tangent and the rabbit trail and yeah. it was like, it was oh my like, goodness, we yeah. have to stop this. Or my right. kids would be like, I have to do the math. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you're saying that, that we need to go. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't anything spectacular or lovely or anything like, you know, we just did it real quick sometimes. And what, what stuck out to you? Listen, but you're visiting the right well. You're right. visiting the right well. And that just shows that it doesn't have to be this perfect thing when you go to the no. Lord. You just go no. to him with what you have and he makes something beautiful out of it. He sure does make everything beautiful. We're going to leave you 
with the words from John chapter 4, verse 13, where he's speaking to the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Amen. Are you looking for a place to connect with other homeschool moms? Well, we have a platform where members gather to support each other throughout their homeschool journeys. Moms just like you. We even have a spot for your kids to interact online in privacy and safety. So head over there and start creating community. Homeschoolwell.com.